So one of the questions I get quite often is about PR, publicity, press. Do I need to hire a PR company to help me run my restaurant, to help me get press? I've got the answer to that and a lot more on today's episode of Restaurant Strategy. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated solely to helping you build a more profitable restaurant. Each week, I leverage my 20 plus years in the industry to help you build that more profitable and more sustainable business. I also work with directly with owners and operators all over the world through my P3 Mastermind program. What are the three P's they stand for? Profit, process, and progress. So listen, if you uh, struggle to generate consistent, predictable 20% profits every single month, then please reach out, get in touch. You will set up a call with me or someone from my team so that we can learn more about you and your restaurant. You can learn more about the program we run, see if you're a good fit for that program. There's absolutely no pressure to join, but if you are struggling with profitability, this is a conversation I know you'll want to have. Set up that call by visiting restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. As always, that link is in the show notes. Now, are you frustrated with managing your catering and private events with pen and paper uh, or using outdated programs? Introducing Triple Seat, the catering sales and event management software built for hospitality professionals by hospitality professionals. With Triple Seat, you will increase revenue and efficiency all while streamlining your operation. Let Triple Seat be your catering and event management assistant. Generate leads, create tailored BEOs, facilitate online discussions, obtain electronic signatures, process payments, and a whole lot more. Triple Seat has you covered. Elevate and simplify your event management. Take it to the next level with Triple Seat so you can focus on what truly matters, providing unforgettable experiences for your clients. For more information, visit tripleseat.com slash restaurant strategy. That's tripleseat.com slash restaurant strategy. And yes, that link is in the show notes. Now, listen, today's episode is going to be a short one because what I have to say is short, sweet, to the point. We're going to be really succinct here. I want to talk about PR companies because it's a question I get quite a bit. And actually, I had two different emails come in just this past week saying, hey, you've never really talked about uh, PR companies. I've had some uh, PR reps, press reps, publicists on the show in the past, most notably Stephen Hall from Hall PR, who shared a ton of great insights. Um, But the questions that were coming in, I think we're really good. So I want to answer a couple of those questions. Again, two different listeners wrote in to me, basically asked me, if I could tackle some of these questions, and they all, uh, all these questions, uh, both uh, uh, both listeners were writing in to talk about publicists or PR companies. So we're going to put them all together, but they're short questions. They're going to be relatively short answers. You're going to get back to your work in no time. First question was, well, what is a PR company and what does it do for you? So let's dispel the myth. PR stands for public relations. Press, publicity, PR, they all sort of get swirled in and 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 they get uh, they get a little confusing because it sounds like the same thing and it is not the same thing. Now here's something really important. When a company hires a PR company, 
to help represent them. A lot of times, in most of the world, it's for damage control. It's to help uh, spin a situation. This is the case with uh, with big corporate um, uh, big corporate entities who have done the wrong thing, or Hollywood actors or actresses who have done the wrong thing. That's not what we're talking about. So really, when you hire a PR company in the restaurant industry, really what you're doing is you're hiring a publicist or a team of publicists. Specifically, when you hire a company uh, that does restaurant PR, Right, you're gonna they're gonna assign you an account executive, someone uh, to handle publicity for you. It is their job to help tell your story as easily and effortlessly and effectively and as loudly as possible to as many different writers and news outlets as they can get their hands on. When you hire a PR company to to represent your restaurant, right, you're hiring a publicist, and specifically what you're trying to do is you're trying to get publicity. You're trying to get attention. You're trying to get people to talk about your restaurant. So specifically, what you want to look for is someone who gets what you do, someone who believes in what you do, sees a way to tell that story in a compelling way, understands how you fit in uh, against the rest of the market, how you are different, how you can differentiate yourself from the other restaurants out there. So when you hire a PR company, understand that you're really hiring a publicist, someone, an account executive to help tell your story. What do they do for you? They tell your story to as many different outlets as possible. And the best publicists out there get really good at, at finding what separates you, finding what, what helps you stand out, and they're really good at magnifying that, right? Magnification, helping your story stand out in a noisy marketplace. Certainly, I've been here in the New York City market for the last 20 plus years, um, but every market is noisy in their own way. Whether you've got uh, 500 restaurants you're competing with or just five, it still matters because people only have so many places to go, so you have to convince them to come to your place. That's where publicity can be really helpful, right? When is the right time to hire a PR company to represent you? For me, it's when you're doing an opening, right? When you're trying to get a lot of attention and the right attention right at the very beginning, or if you're doing a big change, a big remodel. You're hiring a new chef. You're bringing in a new partner. You're moving spaces. You're expanding spaces. Anytime something really big is changing with the property, that's a great time to hire a publicist. And the reason why is because you are paying for their relationships. You're paying for their know-how, right, and, and their skill set. You're paying for the way that they're able to craft a story. But mostly what you're paying for are the relationships that they've built over the previous 5, 10, 20, 50 years with writers, with news outlets, right, uh, television channels, radio stations, newspapers, magazines. You are paying for the relationships. So that begs the question, when you hire a PR company, what should you be looking for? Those are the two big things. Number one, that they get what you're all about and they can help tell your story in a compelling way. And number two, that they have relationships that will ultimately help you. It doesn't help you if they're gonna get you placed in newspapers and magazines that have nothing to do with your target market. You wanna make sure they're gonna get you placed and they have relationships built with news outlets with periodicals with magazines where it matters so those are the two big things right you got to make sure you jive make sure they get what you're doing and they can tell that story number two make sure they have the relationships that you need that's what you're paying for the last question here that i want to tackle from these first three is when should i not hire a pr company 
You should not hire a PR company when it's your Hail Mary pass. You should not hire a PR company when that's the last of your budget. A better place to put your budget is in traditional marketing and advertising. If you don't have a marketing machine up and running, no amount of PR will help you, right? They might get you a little bit of attention, but if you don't know how to capture that attention and turn that into repeat diners and and get them onto your list and generate more excitement over time, then ultimately all the attention they get you is going to be for nothing because you don't have a marketing machine in place. So when should you not hire one? When it's the only budget you have. If that's the only dollars you have, the the 2000 the 3000 the 5000 the $10,000 a month, however much your PR company costs, and that's the only money you have to play with, don't spend it there. Spend it first on marketing and advertising. So those are the three questions right off the bat that I think get us on the right conversation, right? Now, how do you work with a PR company? You work with a PR company by making sure that you understand your product, that you understand who your product is for. Your product, in this case, is your restaurant, is the experience that you're crafting. So the first thing is to make sure that you understand it. Otherwise, they're going to have to just make something up, right? And if they look at what you do and you can't articulate it, they're going to just just make it up. So make sure you understand it. Now, you can take um, feedback from them and they can say, I don't think this is going to help. A lot of times, a really great publicist will help you actually shape the vision, will actually help you differentiate your product in your market. And that's a good thing. That's when that relationship is really, really solid. I had Stephen Hall on this show. I've worked with Stephen on many different different, uh, projects. And I watched on more than one occasion how he helped shape the concept because he's just been around. He dines everywhere. He's been in this industry and in this market, this New York City market, for a very long time. So you got to make sure you know who you are and you know who you're for. That's ultimately what you want to tell the publicist. You want to say, this is the kind of restaurant we are. This is how I think we fit in the market. This is why I think uh, we're different. This is what makes us special. These are the kind of people we're trying to attract. Because then your pub- uh, your, uh, your publicist, your account executive, is going to say, okay, That's what they are. This is the kind of people that are trying to attract. Where do those people go to learn about new restaurants? Do they read the newspaper? Do they read magazines? Do they read blogs? Are they on social media? Do they listen to the radio? Where do they go? Ultimately, that's going to influence where they place your publicity, where they place your restaurant, who they pitch your restaurant to. And that's really important, right? That's That's a pitch. That's what publicists do. They come up with a story and they pitch that story. Hey, here's something interesting. Here's what I think your readers, what your listeners, what your viewers would care about. And this is why I think they'd care. When they put together a press release or a pitch, that's what they're doing. They're saying, this is what's interesting about it. This is why I think it's going to matter to your readers. And ultimately, that's what a writer, that's what a, a periodical, what a magazine, what a news station, that's what they care about. Where's the story there? Is there a there there? And will my people care about it? Now, the most important question, and this is the last question that actually both uh, listeners uh, wrote in, and they said, can I do it myself? Do I need to hire a PR company, or should I or could I just do it myself? I'm going to talk to you about that. I'm going to answer that question in just a minute afterward from another one of our sponsors. Now, 
Running a restaurant is already a tough job. You're busy keeping customers fed and employees paid while working with razor-thin profit margins. The last thing you should be worried about is if you're doing sales tax right. That's why you should consider automating sales tax for your restaurant point-of-sale system. Collecting and filing sales tax on your own can be stressful and it can be time-consuming. It can leave your business vulnerable to accidentally missing tax payments or not having enough money in the bank to cover your tax obligations. Davo by Avalara simplifies sales tax for your restaurant and brings peace of mind through automation to help you pay the full amount you owe on time. Just integrate the Davo app with your existing POS like Clover, Toast, or Spot On and set up your business and banking information. Davo will take your sales data from your POS system and determine how much sales tax you collected each day. Then it sends a request to your bank to have your sales tax put into a secure holding account. This keeps your sales tax separate from your revenue and helps reduce potential confusion about available funds. You get a daily email from Davo letting you know exactly how much sales tax was transferred. When your sales tax is due, Davo automatically remits your sales tax to the appropriate authority on your behalf in full and on time. Is your restaurant in a state that does on-time filing discounts? If it is, then Davo will automatically send this refund back to your bank. Don't let sales tax spoil your business. Stay on top of sales tax with automation from Davo by Avalara so you can spend less time in the back office and more time in the front of house. Learn more at davosalestax.com slash restaurant strategy and try Davo free for the first month. Again, D-A-V-O salestax.com slash restaurant strategy. As always, you'll find that link in the show notes. Now, again, that question, right? Question I just left you with. Do I need to hire a PR company or can I do it myself? Now, I already told you the time to do it and the time I think not to do it. So if you're doing an opening, if you're doing a big chef change and moving your locations, expanding your location in some way, then no, I don't think you should do it yourself. But if you're running a restaurant that's been around for a couple of years and you're just trying to get more attention, yes, I think there are three things that you can do right now. You can do this on your own. Ultimately, what it comes down to is understanding your story, understanding how to pitch your story, and understanding how you can build relationships with authors, uh, I'm sorry, with writers and editors around your market. Again, figure out what the story is, why you think it will matter to people, and then start building relationships with editors and writers. First thing you need to do is learn how to write a press release. A press release is the who, what, where, when, and why, meaning who, what, where, when, and why should anybody care? Again, what's the, what's the important information, right? Who's doing what? What are they doing? Where is it happening? When is it happening? And again, the most important part is the why. Why should anyone care? Why would a reader, a listener, a viewer care? If you can get good at putting together a simple one-page press release, I'm talking three, four, maybe five paragraphs, you will find much success. Because ultimately, you're going to put together a press release and send it to your contacts, the contacts that you're going to start building, right? An easy way to begin building these contacts is to go look at your local newspaper, at some of your local uh, magazines, right? At the, the local periodical, not at the national level, just start local. Local in your city, in your town, in your state, in your region. Start there and start figuring out how you reach out to people. Find the editor's uh, email address, reach out. Say, 
We're really excited about this uh, event we've got coming on next week. Uh, we thought your readers would love to know it. Please find press release attached. That's it. A lot, a lot of times on the uh, company's websites, on a paper's website, they'll have a they'll have a form there for how to submit a press release. Now, all of that's very, very easy. What you need to do is get good at writing a press release, understanding the who, what, where, when, and why. Who's doing this? What exactly are they doing? Where is this thing going to be happening? When does it happen? And why do you think their readers will care? Get really good at writing that press release because you'll write them every time you got something going on, every time you want to get press. Ultimately, that is what your uh, your publicist is going to do for you, and they and they get really good at it because they do it all the time. They write like six of these a day at least, so you can get good at this on your own as well. Now, it's one more thing you got to do. If you just want to delegate it to a publicist, hire a PR company, so be it. But I'm answering the question, came from two people, basically said, do I have to spend that money? I'd rather not spend the money. And maybe you're listening to this and you don't have the money to spend. That's okay. Can you do it yourself? Yes. The answer is yes. You just got to figure out, number one, how to write a press release. Number two. Here's something very easy you can do. You can build a list of influencers in your area. Influencers are a form of press. So in the old days, they had you know owned, earned, and paid media. Owned were uh, was uh, creative, was uh, was 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 stuff that you put out, right? So now think about your website as an owned media, right? The stuff you put on your YouTube channel, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, that's owned media. Paid media is advertising. Earned media, then, is what you get by submitting press releases, pitching stories, and getting written about by someone else. So I already told you you're going to figure out how to write a press release. Again, get good at that who, what, where, when, and why. Influencers are a form of earned media, and it's something that's sort of overlooked at this point. A lot of PR companies uh, have great relationships built with influencers. That doesn't mean that you can't build relationships with influencers, right? So track down a bunch of names and numbers for traditional media, editors, writers, people like that. Then also find some of this non-traditional media. And oftentimes influencers are great low-hanging fruit because they need content. They love coming out to restaurants, supporting restaurants, and ultimately they got most of them have a big audience. It doesn't matter what market you're in, there are food influencers who would love to know what you're doing and would love to know again the who, what, where, when, and why. Why do you think their viewers, their followers would care if the influencer went to the restaurant. You have to answer that for them. A lot of times you'll find their uh, contact information right on their Instagram handle, right on their TikTok handle. You can send them a quick email and again, send them some version. Don't send them the press release. Say, hey, I'd love to work with you. I'd love to invite you in, have you uh, enjoy a meal here um, and put this uh, and put our help put our restaurant in front of your followers. I think they'd love to know more about this restaurant. Right? Ultimately, you're trying to help them. Yes, the influencer is naturally going to help you because they're going to come to your restaurant and talk all about your restaurant, show your restaurant to all of their followers. But you have to understand they have a responsibility too to their followers. They have this pressure to find the next great restaurant, to find another great meal because they always have to put something in front of their followers, if not every day, every other day or a couple times each week. So they're under pressure to do this as well. So build a list of traditional media contacts again build a spreadsheet create another spreadsheet for all of your influencer contacts 
Start reaching out to them. Start inviting them in. You'll learn pretty quickly what they require most of the time. Just a free meal is enough. Some of them will expect to be paid. You can decide whether you want to pay or not, whether you want to work with those influencers uh, or not. But it really, really is a great opportunity to do. The last thing that I always suggest here as you're trying to get your PR machine up and running, if you're going to do it yourself, is to go search the internet for those listicles, right? The listicles are those articles that say best 10 brunch spots in um, in Greenwich Village, best 12 beer bars in Portland, best five, you understand, you know these things, right? Find lists that you think your restaurant should have been on. If you got a great brunch place in Greenwich Village and you're not included on the list of best brunch places in Greenwich Village, track down that writer it's not that hard to find them find their contact information and write to them and just say hey i came across your article here best 10 brunch spots in greenwich village uh you know really great feature you know thanks so much for doing it i run restaurant xyz and i really think that we are one of the best brunch places in greenwich village if you ever decide to revisit that list we'd love for you to come and check us out and see if you think we also see if you agree with us that we deserve to be on that list that's all you're doing. Great article, came across it. Thanks so much for featuring the neighborhood. We believe we should be on that list. If you ever decide to revisit it, we'd love to be included. You do that for a bunch of different things and just send a quick email. Again, that's a paragraph, right? Three or four sentences long and just see what happens. I'm guessing what will happen is they'll write back and say, hey, thanks so much for reaching out. I don't know your place, uh, but if I do decide to uh, revisit it, I'll let you know. To which you can respond and say, I'm, I'm glad I could introduce you to our restaurant. If you've really never been, I'd love to invite you in. I'd love for you to try a meal, to, to, to enjoy a meal here at our restaurant. I don't know what the story is. You may not know what the story yet is. The writer, this critic, this, uh, this, this food writer may not know a story. But this is where your press release comes in. This is where you can help shape a story for them. The way you do this is by building relationships. That's what a good publicist is. It's their Rolodex. It's their list of contacts. Their ability to write a great press release, a really great press release. The ability to tell that story and articulate exactly what it is that sets a certain restaurant apart. But then it's all their list of contacts so that they can easily tell that story to a bunch of people in very short time. What you're starting to do now is to start building your own Rolodex. Ultimately, if you can get good at telling your story, good at explaining why you think there's a story there, and then keep building relationships and help serve the writer and the editors in the ways that they need to, uh, they need to be served for their responsibilities to their readership, to the ownership of the paper, et cetera. That's how a relationship is built. That's ultimately how you can get your uh, your publicity machine up off the ground. Now listen, I hope you got a lot out of this. There's some actionable pieces in here and I hope you do take action on them. One final reminder, if you wanna learn more about my P3 Mastermind, schedule a free call, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. That link is in the show notes. I hope to connect with many of you in the coming days. Thank you again for being here and I will see you next time.